Mark Wilson, Paul Mushaben. Flake's checking in. Don't know as we'll be having game day today since the telephones are broken for the second day in a row. Now, Paul and I, we don't work for the phone company, so we don't know how somebody in business could not have phones two days in a row. So I just did me some call and do AT&T. <laughs> Told them our phones have gone to hell, you see. No dial tone. Nothing. Well, you know, that it's like a surgeon going into surgery and you get there and he, oh, by the way, we don't have an anesthesiologist today, but... We want you to just go forward and do whatever you normally do. And we knew yesterday that he wouldn't be here today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how? how uh, I don't know. We're not in charge. And what's worse is the general manager's out of town. And what's well, worse actually, is... actually, that's not worse. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little on the uh, on the thrifty side. And so when uh, when things cost money, they don't necessarily get the proper attention. I think Paul and I tried to be pretty low maintenance about what we asked for from the company, but having the phones work, you would think would be one of the deals, but sometimes they don't even ask us. So if you need something, message me on Facebook. Uh, I got into, uh, apparently through the, uh, through the cat country app and our parent company, Town Square Media, with the app, is a little bit like Joe Biden with the vaccine. Look, everybody's going to get the app. We're going to mandate it. Yes, we are. So, Do, does our app work without phones? Uh, well, I don't know how else you got to have it on your phone to use it. I don't know if you can put it on just on your personal computer. I don't know that, Paul. Well, I don't know either. Uh, do builders donating a doghouse get free tickets to the dinner? Uh, not our dinner. No. But we can set you up with some FUD bucks. Right. It, it's it, it's a fundraiser. That's what we're doing. Yeah. No. $50 for an individual or three fifty for a table of six doesn't make sense. Six times 50 is $300. It's a fundraiser. Look, <laughs> let me explain this to you. Okay. Whenever you buy business or corporate tables, first of all, they're tax deductible. Right. And they are more money because you pay you pay for the convenience of having everybody that you know in one group and have a whole table reserved right. for you. Right. You're reserving the table, okay? We reserve and save the whole table for you. Now, if there's six of you and you want to go and each couple wants to buy two $50 tickets, you can do that, but we can't guarantee you're all going to be sitting at the same table. Right. Now, you do that, you get there early on. You'll probably be at the same table. You'll just be a little farther back. Right. Um, and Mark and I are going to advise our cute little hostesses there that we get to help us out that if somebody has come in and they were the one that sent the email in about the why the $300, <laughs> then make sure you put them all at different tables. Right. That way it justifies the 50 okay. And you can put eight or six at a table, but if you have eight, you got to pay more because the dinners cost more. And I got, uh, we got an app message from Kim. I don't know, Kim, if you're listening or not, but um, it took both of us about five minutes to figure out where I could send this back to you. If you're just joining us, the technology of our particular industry has gone flying by, Paul and I, and we do the best we can. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to 
I'm going to email you back. She wanted to know the address so her company can send a check in. And it's the same as the Flakesgiving fund because we're the ones putting it on. Our foundation, we're doing it. Then we'll make a donation to Yellowstone Valley Animal Shelter had to kind of get out of organizing and, and, and helping us because of their board. They were worried about COVID or something and wanted to do it somewhere else or something. I don't know, but we're still raising money for them. And, um, we're going to, we're taking control over everything. So it's the same as Flakesgiving. It's PO box 1276 billings, five, nine, one Oh three. And I'm keeping a running list here of tables and who's, who has called and, uh, to make sure that you get one. Cause we don't have our, uh, what is it? Even bright, event, bright, event, bright. We don't have that running. And that probably wouldn't work anyway without a phone. Would it? No, that'd be internet. Oh, happy internet. Yeah. We have that. Yeah. We, it's slow, but we have it. Okay. We've got that. Um, if you have, if you want, you can email us flakes, one Oh three yahoo.com. That's an easy one. Flakes one Oh three at yahoo.com. Say, yeah, we want to get a table and we'll save you the table. And I'm not sure how many of the pavilion Mark, we've done things in the pavilion before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the Coles pantry event there. And, uh, I, I think it, I think comfortably we can sit, you know, three fifty to four fifty in there at, mm-hmm. with the tables and, um, hopefully we sell it out. And we're going to put, I'm going to have those guys, it cost us an extra 150 bucks, but I'm going to have those guys put bleachers up, uh, kind of in the back of all the tables so people can see the dog houses when we have the auction. Cause we're going to let the public come in, um, when we're about through with dinner, they can come in and, uh, they can maybe have a drink or something and, uh, sit there and get a number and they can bid on the dog houses too. Right. I mean, the more the bid, the better. Um, more messages now. Uh, we need Wednesday's podcast, please. My name is Alex. I'm a policeman in Helena. Listen to you guys right now. Oh, good. Oh, a pod- our podcast from yesterday? Apparently. Yeah. That's oh. something else we don't control. Yeah, we, we don't know how to do that. How do I find the podcast? Uh, how do they find the podcast? I believe. You go to the website, maybe? Oh, can, I think you do. You can go to the go to the app or the website. Do you have the app? I have the app because we needed the app that time we broadcast from Jamaica. Remember that? Yep. I think that's when I got it too. On air now, the breakfast flakes. Oh, big picture Coop, the dog we had in yesterday. That's that's a good dog. That's a good dog. Touch my app. I am looking for where it says podcasts. There's a new, oh, I got a thing. There's a new version of this app available. Please tap update to continue using the app. <laughs> What the hell? Okay, update. Oh, let's try it on demand. Welcome to the App Store. How okay. come I'm not? How come I'm getting all this stuff and you're not? I must have already updated. Well, I'm not in the App Store. All right, click. That's the end of that. <laughs> okay, to get the podcast, there's uh, about mid-screen. You go across, it says on demand, message us, win stuff, and listen live. So hit on demand. And you can get the podcast from the stuff from the five o'clock hour in previous days. Did you know you can rent Kevin Costner's stunning Rocky Mountain Ranch? I didn't know that. Uh, you could rent mine. <laughs> but, but that's pricey, isn't it? Mine's probably bigger. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, you can rent mine right now at a pretty damn good rate. And Paul and I generally don't talk about what we're going to write our articles about. And we both wrote 
articles about marijuana yesterday. Mine didn't get published. Frustrating. Well, we want you guys to do your own thing, and we want people to uh, know your opinions and, you know, put your sense of humor in there. But we're going to edit it so nobody gets offended or get their feelers hurt. And I thought it was kind of funny. I suggested uh, as the city council was looking at the places they were going to let these pot shops sell pot, if it, if it indeed passes by the voters, to uh, heavy and light industrial areas, uh, places like Main Street in the Heights. And I suggested you let them build close to places that sell tacos. Because they go hand in hand. Perfect. <laughs> but that article must have offended somebody. Yeah, I wrote that one yesterday. They need they need two different colors of pot because they need to do it like diesel fuel. Because people people who who now will go to buy the recreational pot if it's approved in billings. They'll buy the medicinal pot because the medicinal pot won't be taxed. The recreational pot is going to be taxed. So they need a green and a red pot like they do the diesel fuel. Mm -hmm. And so if a cop sees you and you're just getting high, dude, and having a great time, you got to have the red pot. Mm -hmm. If you're seriously ill... And you're outside of a dance club downtown and you're taking your medication. You have to have the green pot. And as I mentioned, as I mentioned in my article, uh, the places that they have picked for pot make the least amount of sense. The I-90 corridor, which gives access to all of the contraband pot that is coming into the state right off the interstate. How do you think it gets here? So that's bad. Number two, Montana Avenue, which has the highest volume of pedestrian traffic of anywhere in the city is Montana Avenue, Mm -hmm. especially on Friday and Saturday nights. So that's bad. And the other one, Made in the Heights, that is the busiest road in the state of Montana. Yep. They should have put the pot shops by all the massage parlors. That way you could get two things each that you need. Um, hey, you, you can get high uh-huh. and you can get that sore muscle in particular <laughs> taken care of at the little massage lower, bar. Little Th- lower. That's right. <laughs> oh, another message for the Breakfast Flakes. I love your show. I love that you are up doing your best to wake these people up. Fire me, LOL. Yeah. You had me crying. I was laughing so much this morning. Thanks for keeping it real. From your biggest fan, Veronica. Oh, good couple questions about headwaters country jam so oh those uh, are old ones huh as i'm as i'm finding the messages here i don't know where to click to get the dates that these came in so so right now the best way to get a hold of paul and i you can't use the telephone today you can either stop by you can you can facebook message us right right? yep you can email us uh just drop us a quick because people can email from their phone do you know how to email from your phone yeah I don't know how to do that. Uh, I don't know how do you do that. You have to go to like Yahoo uh, to when you email from your phone. Well, let's learn together. Okay. I've just I've got Google on here. 
Okay, I I've got well, Google. Actually, I've got my email on my phone, so that's that's oh, how you're I, you're already preloaded. Yep. So I can send you an email from my email account. Mark is preloaded in more than one way. <laughs> What's that even mean? By the way, there's an article in here today for you. Um, oh, nice, dear Mark. Yeah. No, the uh, the the FDA is going to um, be reviewing whether even a whether a booster is even necessary or not. Uh, and I thought, well. If there's anybody that would finally be glad to see the FDI requiring shots for everybody, <laughs> it would be Mark. Hey, even with Crown Royal Apple, I don't think that shots for everybody. I certainly don't think it should be mandated. Mm-hmm. Did you notice I got a trim yesterday? No. I I had some work done on my pickup, and that's why my pickup's here again today, getting more work on it. Uh-huh. Um. And, uh, you know, that you got to, folks, you got to bear with me. This is a new thing for me. I, I've had to have Mark help guide me through this of, of having other people do the work on my stuff uh, because I've never, I've never done that. Um, I've, I'm, I've always been able and have been capable of doing just about anything on anything I got. And as I get busier and as I get older and as I don't have time to do it, I've been trying to delegate some of that. And um, there was do, do what you do well, pay others to do what they do well. Yeah. And and I could have done this project. It would have taken me all day to do it. And I could have done it, but I, I did it anyway. So anyway, there's a couple things wrong. Uh, so I had to, to bring it in again today. But um, what was I lost my train of thought now. Your, your trim. Oh, yeah. So yesterday, John picked me up. Because I left my pickup there. John picked me up and I said, John, what do you want to eat? Let's let's grab a sandwich or something on the way home. So we stopped up there at uh, at Mikey's place in the Heights. And I, I walked by there and there wasn't a car in the parking lot at that little hair joint. Well, sports cuts or whatever it is. I go in there and I look in there. There's no one in the chairs. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, God, this is it. <laughs> you know, because I, uh, I, I had strict orders about getting a trim and look for the wedding coming mm-hmm. up on October. Okay, I got it. And uh, I go in there and I said, is there, can I get a haircut? And she goes, well, and I'm looking around and there's nobody in there <laughs> and there's nobody in the chairs. Um, well, let me look. And she looks up on the board and there's like four guys up on the board that had all touched the wrap. Right. Well, and they were all uh, on there. And she goes, well, as long as you check in before they get here, we can put you in the chair. <laughs> but, it but, but I'm just right here. Can't we just go? There's three cutting, three hair cutters, nobody in any of the barber chairs, uh-huh. nobody. And I said, well, okay. So I put my phone number in there and put, hit enter. Oh, um, yours isn't coming up. Well... I've been here before, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, and she's in there searching around, and I'm thinking, the longer the search takes, takes the longer a guy with an app is going to come in and jump right in front of me. But uh, anyway, she got it in there, so I was able to just sit down and whip in there and uh, get a quick trim. Yesterday. Well, and your hair isn't complicated. Your haircut isn't complicated. And you, Mark. And your, your, your hair wasn't long yesterday. I know it, but, you know, it's... <laughs> 
Um, so I, I did it for the wedding, and, and uh, but I was able to knock that off. Uh, oh, yeah, here you go. FDA. FDA. The FDA. is going to debate Friday whether there is enough proof that a booster shot is safe and effective. All right. Don't need the meeting. No. You don't need the meeting because, why? Because of the very first sentence here, folks. The U.S. government government advisors are going to debate if there is enough proof. Mark, what do you need what do you need for a debate? Two sides. Two sides. You need which sides? The pro. And the con. And the con. Right. All right. If they have a pro and a con that are going to debate whether they inject you with this vaccine for the third time, that means it's not proven science. That's exactly right. You don't have to have that meeting, do you? You, don't, you nope. do not need the debate. If, if the opening line of this story was this... U.S. government advisors are going to meet on Friday to let people know when the best time is to get the booster shot. That's different rather than debate. The Food and Drug posted Wednesday much of the evidence that will be asked outside experts to consider at the meeting. The agency has struck a cautious tone, though, in reviewing the data. A careful approach is notable given that White House has been previewing a booster campaign they hope would start next week. The White House. Folks, listen to this article. The White House is going to determine when a booster shot will be given to you. The White House? Not for me. How about the doctor's office? The White House? This is the whole problem. This is this. We have government officials, government agencies, and bureaucracies making these healthcare decisions. And it's not, it's not right. It's not right. Now, as I told you folks earlier, I got the shot. I didn't have an alternative, really. I want to go back and see my mom. Um, and I'm going to do that this fall. Try to work that in the schedule somewhere. <laughs> I was going to say. and uh, We're a little busy coming up. But, Mark, you know I'm going to whip back there. I know. And I'll whip back. It'll be like me running to Great Falls. Yeah. And uh, and I got to have it to get in there. So, I mean, I had no alternative. So, what do I do? Just say, you know, no, I don't. I don't want to see you. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to use my stubbornness and bullheadedness and, and, uh, and which a lot of times I use, I admit it, but, uh, so I really had no choice, but here's another article today. Same thing, folks, we're getting all kinds of questions now about, isn't this interesting that a lot of questions are arrived. And by the way, yes, you are right. My gong went off yesterday when Mark told me about that story of that eight-year-old student in Billings that had a cold, and they sent that student home, would not let the student come back, a negative test on COVID, just had a cold, wouldn't let him, had, and wanted, demanded that that eight-year-old be isolated and not allowed near anybody for a cold, took the test, negative, no COVID, nothing, and wouldn't let him come back. 
That pissed me off so bad, folks. And yet, our superintendent is going to the gym during the week. Mm-hmm. He's working out, no mask. He's he's uh, intermingling uh, with various people on a day-to-day basis, carrying on his regular life. Do they have the same criteria and the same demands for anybody in their staff? Okay, we want you, if you're sick... But I didn't have COVID. We don't care. You stay home. You isolate. You have a head cold. You have a sinus infection. We want you to go home. You stay there. You isolate. Come in no contact with anybody for eight days. And then you're allowed back in the school system. They have that same criteria for their employees. Bull crap. Oh, God, I was so I'm, I'm so mad about that yesterday. Here's another one. So the FDA has a cautious tone of recommending boosters. They just don't know yet. And now we get this. Can kids be harmed by wearing masks? Some experts say there is no scientific evidence showing that masks cause harms to kids' health, despite claims on the contrary. The unfounded claims are circulating. Just as the virus outbreaks are hitting many reopened schools. How could they be unfounded? How can they be unfounded, AP, if other doctors and medical people are telling us about some of the problems that could happen if you wear a mask? Right. These are trained professionals, went through medical school, have pediatric clinics or something around. Who knows where they come from? They could be infectious disease experts, blah, blah, blah. How could they be unfounded? Are they unfounded just because you don't support those claims? Among the unfounded claims is that masks can cause unhealthful levels of carbon dioxide that sickens kids. How could it be an unfounded if they've pinpointed it? So these are unfounded. Masks can cause unhealthy levels of carbon dioxide and can sicken a kid when they become moist with germs. Five things in that sentence. Five direct things in that sentence, but these are unfounded. How could they be so direct (laughs) if they're unfounded? Some experts say, some, cleaning masks regularly will keep them safe and clean. They note there is strong evidence that masking children in schools can reduce COVID-19 to children and other adults. Okay, they didn't say overwhelming. They didn't say unanimous evidence. They just said there's strong evidence. And I believe that. Folks, how many times a day, let's ask this question, the superintendent of them. I've always, I've been asking him questions every day. We're not getting the answers. Where's all the COVID money going? 46 million. I asked him that. Give me the science about allowing 5,000 kids in high school run around town for an hour during lunch with no mask and uh, get together with all their friends, eat lunch, share drinks, all that kind of stuff, and then go back to school. Here's another question for Superintendent Upham. Now that we got the information here, how many times a day are the kids in your school, according to this article and from the FDA and all the experts that said here, the experts, these are the experts Cleaning masks regularly keep them safe and clean. So, what does that mean? That means if you do not clean your masks... And most don't. ...regularly, 
often you are not keeping them safe and clean. So how many times a day are the kids in school changing their masks or getting them cleaned and sanitized throughout an eight-hour day? Folks, you've been to a school. You know, you remember the old phrase, he who smelt it, dealt it. Well, germs, how many times a day are they cleaning their mask and sanitizing them and keeping them safe? How many times a day? Answer that, Mr. Upham. Because this is what the experts are recommending that be done, is, is supposed to be done. And I'm not sure we're doing it. Do they go, do they change math? We got 46 million. Do we have containers of masks in front of every classroom? And each time a student goes to a new classroom, they throw their old mask in the garbage can and they get a new mask and put the new mask on while maintaining six feet apart in the hallways. Are they doing that? I mean, after all, right? That's what I'm saying, Mark. What what the hell happened to the $46 million? No word on that, Paul. And this is from the peop- your own people. These are from these are from the liberal doctors. These are from the teachers using experts. These are from everybody that's all in your group. Everybody who is all on the same page. Those questions won't be asked. They won't be asked. I'm not even sure if the Gazette can ask them anymore because the Gazette's building is up for sale. Did you see that? I did see that. They're selling their building. There's another business getting the hell out of downtown. FDA neutral about boosters. See, they don't know. They don't know. Just We're just going to control it. Uh, control everyone. Oh, we're having a better day than this guy whose human's remains were found on the inside of an alligator. A tw- 12-footer. 12 and a half. <laughs> Three tons of them. 504 pounds. That's not good. Oh, here's a big article in the paper today. George Floyd Fund gives $50,000 in scholarships. Wow. Do you remember an article that big, Mark, when we raised $50,000 here locally for our own Billings Police Department and their body cams? I don't remember that. Well, here's about a 1,000-word story on George Floyd giving $50,000 in scholarships. Hmm. No wonder your building's closing down. Baby girl born to the widow of one of the Marines killed in the bombing of Kabul. It's a sad day for that family. Oil went up two bucks a barrel yesterday. How do you like your voting so far, folks? <laughs> Gas is going up. Oil's... Yeah, but no more mean tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Gas is going up by the day as well as everything else. Have you bought a hamburger lately? The Democrats are really working on mandating these vaccines for everybody in America, making it the law or else you're done. They want OSHA to do it. Mandating it, folks. 80 million workers, 80 million people haven't been vaccinated yet. And and they don't know. They don't tell us how many of the 80 million have had COVID. It doesn't seem to be a prerequisite to how they're treated. They don't care. More antibodies than those who who got the vaccine. They don't care. Renting a car is going to be tough through 2022. Another headline today. Most nations are falling short of their climate efforts. 
temperatures and drought challenge for firefighters. I can't even talk about that anymore. <laughs> uh, it's nowhere near what it used to be. The feral pigs are within 100 miles of the Montana border before they move into the area. Isn't it funny? We're doing all we can to contract, uh, to stop illegal <laughs> pigs from coming into the United States, folks. Everything we can. We don't want to get them started. Uh-uh. Everything we can. That's why I said yesterday, I'm the only probably newsman in America that said America won yesterday when Gavin Newsom won his recall election. Because that nut job is going to be stuck in California now for a while longer, which means uh, illegal immigration will, will, will stay there. That will be the main central point because they're paying them a lot of money out there now, mm-hmm. getting everything free in California. That's where they get their power base from. So uh, that means that they'll, they'll want to stay there. The homelessness and the transient population in places like San Francisco and other places is, folks, 20 times what we have to deal with, and they, they take care of them. They give them areas of the city. They give them drug needles, food, money, everything. So the more the it's better for America if he stays there. Mm-hmm. He keeps all those ideas, all those programs. It keeps them all in California. We just have to move the wall. If the wall would be on the north side of California now, we'd be in. Mm-hmm. Kind of dodges record fire season. Yeah, we haven't had a record fire season. Well, I know we're not going to cover that one though. Uh, we want to cover, uh, we want to cover the areas, uh, that burn the size of New Jersey. That's the one we want to cover. Little good news though, as Montana slid so far into the moisture deficit, it will take above average moisture to pull it back from severe drought. No, no kidding. That's how you get averages. That's how you get averages. These people are so blind, blinded. The Gazette building is too large for their current needs. It's for sale, $7.8 million. Hey, all right, now, hey, what are you going to give for it? I'll give them hundred grand for it. Hmm. The building is too large for their current needs. The entire top floor, which used to house their circulation and accounting departments, is now virtually empty. Uh, well, and circulation's gone down. People are doing stuff online, just like I'm doing now. Uh, and it's tough. And that decision wasn't made by them. Oh, no. By the way, that was made by their parent company. So, Bozeman's launching a resident vaccine incentive program. It was funded by money from the American Rescue Plan. That's where, you know, our schools got $46 million. Just here. This is offering Bozeman residents a $25 Visa gift card if you get vaccinated. I don't want a vaccine you have to bribe me to get. Why don't we offer... I got a question. Why don't we offer people vaccine cards if they quit smoking pot? Hey, there you go. We could do that. Why we need to offer we need to offer now money for people if you lose weight. Don't do it because it's good for you and you'll <laughs> live longer and it's for your health. Do it because you get a visa card. Mm-hmm. Why don't we do that? This is a great approach. I'm really liking this now. 
So now that we've determined what kind of people they are, all we have to do now is dicker price. And you'll be entered to win $1,000. What uh, what incentive for the people that have already got the shot? They just hey. missed out because they got it too soon? What if you have uh, people, what if you have people who are on drugs and uh, they go to one of their vaccine clinics and they they take the shot just to get the money and then they use the money to buy drug paraphernalia or anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, what if they've already had a Pfizer shot and they don't care? Give me another one. That's true. 25 bucks is 25 bucks. Well, I don't have insurance. <laughs> and they can't check the insurance card. What's your name? Uh, Bill. <laughs> What's your last name? Uh, Jakowski. Uh, what? I don't like that. Folks, that is not a reason to get vaccinated. No, it's not. Don't re- make your medical decisions based on a bribe. That's not a reason to get no. vaccinated. No. What kind of lesson are we teaching kids with this? Mm-hmm. Hmm? As long as you get paid or get something in return, when it comes to making a health decision, that is the right way to go. I I did because my mom and dad told me that's what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Or the doctor said, this is what you need to get done. Any Bozeman resident who proves residency in the city of Bozeman who is vaccinated between now and the 15th will automatically receive a gift card and be entered to win the $1,000. You racists. What? How do you got to prove I'm a resident? I was able to vote and I didn't have to prove I lived here. Isn't that that's awful. Mark, they're demanding ID. <laughs> Before you get a shot. <laughs> well, but that that's screwed up. Yeah, but we're deme- you have to prove who you are, show them your ID before you get the shot. Not to vote. No. They don't want that to vote. Proof of residency in the form of any piece of mail. Any piece of mail. Well, that's easy to steal. <laughs> hey, who are you? I'm uh, I'm uh, Darren. Uh, hold on, McLaughlin. Yeah, here's my mail. I live at um, uh, 1342 Dustin. Or wait a minute, that's Durston. Durst? I don't know. That's I just moved there. Okay, sir. Here's your shot. Twenty five dollar gift card. Good reason. Now, not everybody's going to do it, but they could. Next, who are you? Um, I'm Mick Jagger. <laughs> I know Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. Um, Donald Duck. He gets votes every year, mm-hmm. so. Look at that. It's five after six already. I didn't even get to what I was... All of these things that we talked about today, the FDA, uh, cautious about boosters. Can kids be harmed wearing masks? All of these things. Uh, 
the the Democrats wanting to mandate everybody vaccinated. They don't give a rat's what you think or about your body, except for when it comes to abortion. That's the only thing. And now, and now all these vaccine clinics that will pay you, that is the reason to get a vaccine. All of these things combined, folks, I'll bet there's a lot of doctors out there that scratch their head and go, you know, this is the wrong approach to medicine. This is not what medicine was founded to do. It's not the way we approach individual care for our patients. We don't let the White House determine who's eligible. We don't let two conflicting sides uh, at the FDA just pick one without absolutely proving the mask debate continues to go on and now we're offering money as the reason to take care of your health i'll bet there's a lot of doctors out even people in in care that are going what what the hell are we doing here that is all that's not the reason why i got in medicine and that should not be our approach to medicine at all and it should not be an individual's approach to their health. We're setting some dangerous precedents here. The, the most dangerous, folks, to me, is letting our government and our progressive people in Congress dictate health care and medical choices for you when they have no, zero qualification. Exactly. None zero that's that's the most alarming part because there are really good doctors out there really really good ones and then there's really bad ones Mm -hmm. like that dr larry nassar who sexually abused all of those gymnasts they had some real emotional testimony yesterday with simone biles and all the rest of them there that were the victims of this. He was a bastard. That's all there is to it, folks. He's in prison. I hope the people in prison, I hope they know what he did uh, to those girls. And I hope he suffers just as much as they do. A lot of people think that's harsh. But he has scarred all of those young women and dozens of them for the rest of their lives they'll be dealing with this. Mm Mm-hmm. Why he can get a prison term and then be let out. I hope they know in prison what that guy did. And I feel sorry for those poor young women. Um, I feel sorry for all women who are victims of that. Well, yeah, because once it happens, it's not like it goes away. Whether it was, whether it was Andrew Cuomo, whether it was Deshaun Watson, and whether or not it was Joe Biden, eight, eight women, and uh, it was awful yesterday. And it's probably very, very, those girls, you know what, and, and for those girls, um, now those girls showed courage right? coming forth and telling their stories, and they have to relive all those moments in front of Congress, but they feel so strongly about it, uh, so... Uh, I hope they find out. I hope somebody in prison has our app. They'll know. Larry Nassar. Yeah. 
wherever he is. I don't even know where he's at. They probably keep that quiet too. So, well, I better check the email here in case we uh, have a couple more tables that people want and all that kind of stuff. And just joining us, that's how you get a hold of us today because second day in a row, we do not have phones. Yeah, Facebook, Messenger, email, Rub-A-Dub, Red Rover, Yabba-Dabba, and Dabba-Doo. There is a song about just about everything, including one of my favorites. My dad loved this song. Don't call us, we'll call you. Got your name from a friend of a friend, said he used to work with you. Remember the all-night creature at Stereo 92. (laughs) And if you're in Mark's phone, believe me, he'll call you. (laughs) Every day. That's a good thing. Lee Montana Avenue, I am on my phone. I'm a very social creature. And I am calling. Well, this works at either lunch, arranging lunch or calling, but I'll get to you eventually. (laughs) Hey, do you guys need my 86-year-old dad to help you with your phones? <laughs> oh, yes. funny. Yes, we do. <laughs> so, as close to a tragedy as I have, had an 11.40 tea time yesterday out of prayer, and <laughs> I popped the, uh, popped the tailgate on the pickup, and there's no golf clubs in my pickup. Yeah. I had taken them out to haul away the old microwave, throw it in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. So I went inside, and I didn't even know prior rented clubs. And they said, well, yeah, we got a men's set here. So with a rented set yesterday, borrowed golf balls and tees, a shot of 91. Well, there you go. <laughs> and that's with two lost balls. So hmm. I'm thinking about buying a set of rentals. <laughs> you might as well, Wilson. You might as well. Also, what well, what happens if you miss your tea time? They won't you, you won't get another one then later, or you can't. Uh... It, it, it depends on how busy they are. Oh, okay. So, like out of prior, they have a lot of tournaments. Even though there's two eighteen hole courses, one hole or one side will be full with the tournament, and then you're at the mercy of how many people want to golf that day. Yeah. Now this time of year, it's generally not busy after about nine o'clock in the morning. So. You can move your tee time back a little bit. And Pryor's really good about that. Flexible. They'll, they'll scoot some guys in front of you if you're running a little late or something. Mm-hmm. Which also makes it easier to play 27 or 36 on a day when there's not much going on out there and you can fly around, nobody in front of you. I really like that uh, that Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head song. That was mm-hmm. a great song. Didn't that win a Grammy? Uh, Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Used it. Uh, what was in, that in Blazing Saddles or something? Or? Butch, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, that one, yeah. When uh, Paul Newman is sleeping in and Robert Redford's driving his woman around on the bike while she's sitting on the handlebars. I didn't know you were the Sundance Kid when I said you were cheating. I draw on you, you kill me. There's that possibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> 